You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We drop episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now, today we are talking about something we haven't ever solely talked about on the show, journaling. And what better woman to chat about this topic with us than the beautiful Sopa Rush. Now, Sopa is a wife to her best friend, Anthony, a mother to her two amazing boys, Harlem and Bronx, and founder of Live Deeply Rooted. Sopa is passionate about helping others discover their purpose and truth about themselves. She is also passionate about God, reading books, journaling, traveling, baking, and spending time with her family. If you have ever wanted to start journaling or have tried in the past but have dropped it out of the pressure to keep up or not knowing where to start, in today's conversation, Sopa shares her experience and heart on the topic of journaling in a way that is so refreshing and simple. As a creator of multiple devotionals and devotional journals, and as the owner of boxes of her own journals from the majority of her life, Sopa has loads of experience and thoughts on journaling. And to start us off in today's episode, Sopa shares her story of her unbelievable childhood and past, which is so powerful and so full of God's grace. She then gives us a full, beautiful breakdown of the value of journaling, how to not feel daunted by it, how to find a rhythm for yourself, encouragement for anyone who's currently feeling lost in a sea of unknown or struggles, and so much more. This episode is such a life-giving episode that will inspire you and leave you ready to tackle the art of journaling in your own life and reap the rewards in droves. So I'll go ahead and stop talking and let's welcome the gorgeous Sopa onto the show. So you want to grow on Instagram, but you don't know where to start. You may even be posting out the wazoo, but you're still not seeing any progress. Here's the deal. While being consistent is key to growing on the gram, it's not the only thing you need. In fact, one of the most important aspects of growing on social media comes down to strategy. In order to create a killer social media strategy where you're not only attracting new clients, but turning them into paying clients, you need a plan. Yes, and today we are about to help you create a customized social media marketing strategy for free that will result in a ton of Instagram growth that will turn into sales and business growth. Now, are you ready to deep dive? We thought so. Grab our freebie, How to Define and Establish Your Content Pillars at theheartuniversity.com forward slash pillars. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Soba, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you on. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Like, this is such an honor for me to take time out of my t- my day just to come on here and um, just connect with you beautiful ladies and learn a little bit more about you guys as well. So thanks for having Aww. me today. Oh my gosh. Well, we were saying this before we started recording, but we were stalking you online and we were just like, how have we never connected with this beautiful human? Like literally what is going on? Um, but for any of our listeners that maybe haven't heard of you before or just haven't got you in their ecosystem, can you tell us your story and a little bit about who you are? Yeah, I don't even know where to begin. So <laughs> let's see. Do I start from childhood or do, do I start from <laughs> now where I'm at? Uh, I think question. it's up to you. I feel like I feel like 
maybe just like an overview of like what kind of has brought you to where you are today and a little details of like where you're at today, I guess. Okay, perfect. Well, I grew up in the Midwest. I'm from Chicago. Yes, I lived all throughout Illinois. So I've been in the North, South, Central um, throughout my whole life. And now I live in um, Dallas, Texas with my beautiful family. But um, I grew up with a big family. I grew up um, living um, very, like we we grew up in poverty. And then, um, you know, when I uh, moved to... um, Southern Illinois, I moved to the country around like the age of 12. Uh, well, a little backstory. Um, my dad passed away when I was about five years old. Um, and at that time, my mom had five children. My mom was trying to raise a single mom. Um, at that time, my mom was only 24 with seven, five kids under the age of seven. So oh, I couldn't wow. even imagine what she wow. Yeah, it was a lot for my family. But at that time, um, when I was about 12 years old, my mom just was working so hard, working so much, trying to provide for us. And, and um, at that time, she just couldn't take care of us all. Um, so she ended up sending me as well as um, three of my other siblings to a children's home in Southern Illinois, literally the country of all countries. Like I've never been to a place. That was the first time when I was 12 that I saw cornfields. That was the first time that I experienced like the dark and like you could hear bugs, like the cricket. <laughs> yeah. like, it was just the weirdest thing. Like I had a train station, like a train station right by my house. So I always heard the trains going by. I always had bright lights. That was just part of, you know, the way I grew up. And so from going from that to culture shock of being in the country, a small town of 1600 people, uh, it was just wild to me. But when I moved to the country, Um, And at this children's home, it was a Christian children's home. And at that Christian children's home, I was able to learn about God. So I knew about God, but like, I just thought Jesus like some white man. And we just like, he he walked the earth, but then I just don't know what happened. And then when I moved to the children's home, I, um, they, let's go to church but also like I got to go to church camp and learn more about God and that is where like my faith with God started to really blossom and um I just feel like that's where um God really met me where I was and uh scooped me up and my life has been completely different since then so that's a little bit about about me and where I came from I met my husband in college we went to a Christian college Lincoln Christian University and um yeah, we've been inseparable ever since. We've been married for almost um, seven years now, and we have two beautiful kids. So that's, yeah. Oh, I love, love that. It. Okay, can yeah. you tell us a tiny bit about kind of like what you do today? Because you are, yeah. yes, just kind of like, I guess, where you are today. Yeah, yeah. So right now I am a full-time content creator slash social media influencer, Um, And that's what people call us. But I don't know. I just feel like the platform God has given me is just something that brings me so much joy and passion. But this is how I I bring in um, income for my family. Before I did this, I was a nanny for a a beautiful family of two. And um, when I had my my first born son, I was like, I just don't want to go back to work. Like, I really just want to stay home and just really raise my kids. And so I kind of, my husband was like, if that's what you want to do. So I did that. Um, And then two years later, I just really got into um, social media. So now that's basically what I do is just social media is just sharing my my love for food, my love for God, my love for my family. Um, and out of that birth, um, Live Deeply Rooted, I created a brand called Live Deeply Rooted. When uh, my husband and I first got married, I just really wanted um, 
a place for women to feel safe, a place for women to know that they weren't alone when they were walking through certain things in life, whether that was like, you know, their relationship with the Lord or just um, in a season where they just feel like, um, that God's abandoned them. Like, I just wanted them to feel like, no, these are actually normal feelings. We all go yeah. through it. We've all felt those things. And so um, that's kind of why Live Super Rooted was birth. And then me also not having any support really um, in college when it came to like mentors. I didn't really have mentors. They weren't really a thing. And so I yeah. feel like maybe three or four years ago, it's becoming such a bigger thing via social media. Um, but beforehand, like I didn't really have anybody helping me guide me throughout life, you know, my early twenties and I wish I did. And so that's kind of been like my desire and the passion that I have for, you know, creating my devotionals and creating my prayers every morning, things like that. Oh Oh my gosh. I love that. Well, I love that you mentioned that because yeah, you said in September, then you recently just came out with 100 Days of Living Deeply Rooted, a devotional yes. journal. So can mm-hmm. you talk about a little bit more deeper dive in deeper dive, a deeper dive <laughs> into what kind of inspired that and made you want to create a devotional journal? Yeah, so I actually have a couple like um, devotionals before this one. So this one was an actual like amazing quality one. The ones beforehand, it was like, I knew that I just wanted to get something out to help inspire women um, and inspire people. So I created like a tiny little one, like a 30 day, you know, prayer journal. Um, and I pub- self-published it myself, but this one was actually like self-published um, by a company. And it's, it's just, it's just amazing. But anyways, I lost my train of thought because I'm over here looking at you. And <laughs> it's just your beautiful family. I'm just over here like, oh, they're so sweet. That was just such a sweet moment. Aww. But uh, yes. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> For people that are like listening to this and not watching us, uh, uh-huh. Louise is like chilling with me because she just woke up. From yes, that. Yes. But anyways, um, it basically, so you said you had re- written previous journals, but kind of what encouraged you on this journal in, in specific? I cannot talk today, clearly. <laughs> specifically, okay. like what inspired this journal uh, and, and your yes. love for journaling in, in general? Of course. Okay. So this journal was birthed out of like a very dark season for me. I was legit going through so much, not even just me personally, but with family members as well. My sister got really, really sick um, and was just dealing with a lot of mental health issues. And it was just like something that like, I just felt like I couldn't control. And so after all of that was happening with my sister, I ended up getting sick. I ended up being hospitalized and, um, which and let me just rewind a little bit before all of this happened with my family and even myself, I was just praying to God, like, God, I just, I don't really know what to write. I feel like I got writer's block. I just really want to write a devotional, but I have nothing to say. And um, I just prayed for God to like, give me wisdom, give me something to like, that would really just impact other people and um, just really allow them to feel like, you know, they weren't alone. I kid you not the next day, it was just like everything just spiraled. It just went oh, so, no. When I tell you, everything was just out of control, like everything. And I just felt so hopeless. I felt so hopeless. And I felt like, God, I didn't want you to give me this much to take on. Like I yeah. asked for some wisdom. I didn't ask to go through the storm. I didn't ask for you to put me through this fire. But that's literally what I what I remember like feeling when I was when I was writing all of this. When I was in when I was hospitalized, I was so scared. I don't think I've ever been that scared. I ended up getting a blood clot in my lung. Wow. Um, yeah, due to COVID, and um, I was really scared, and I because I just didn't know what 
what happened, you know. And while I was recovering in the hospital and I and, and I was just I had no nothing else to do but to think. And when I was in there thinking and just reflecting on my life and um, just where I wanted to be. It was then that God was just downloading so much information to me. And I told God when I got out of the hospital, like I literally could could have written a 365 day devotional with all of the the knowledge that God gave me and all of the, like the inspiration he gave me. But yeah, the devotional was a like it was just it was very personal for me. Yeah. And um I just, oh, I like, and I feel very emotional talking about it because it was like a very heavy, um, kind of traumatic experience for me yeah. um, walking through all of it. But it birthed something so beautiful. It was like, you know, you hear the songs about the, you know, God turning things from like, like making things out of ash turn to beauty. Like that's literally how I felt. Like I felt like I was in in such darkness, such like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. I just feel like there was a breath of fresh air when I came out of that season. I was able to start writing for this devotional. So I say all that to say this devotional was just written because um, there was just so much that needed to be said for those who were walking in a season of darkness um, to encourage them and to inspire them to not, um, to not fear and to truly trust in God, that God is going, that God would carry them out of whatever they're going through, any circumstances that they felt alone in, that God was going to pull them out of it. And, um, and so, yeah, that, that's basically why I wrote it. I was <laughs> like, look, y'all not it. alone. We going through this together. <laughs> <laughs> We're in this together and God's got us yes. all. Oh, I mm-hmm. love that so much. Okay. So you, you love journaling and, you know, you've written devotionals that have journal involvements and aspects to them. And Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of like one thing that Lindsay and I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on our podcast before. I don't think so. I think you are bringing like the tea today, Sopa, but can Mm -hmm. you kind of share with us, like, I guess your thoughts, like what is the value that you see in journaling? Why are you such a big fan of it? Why are you such a big advocate of it? Like what, I guess, is the foundational thing that you would want our listeners to kind of know about journaling that has changed your life or whatever? Yeah. I mean, I've been journaling since I was in the seventh grade. Like I have every single journal that I ever written. I'm not even kidding. I have a whole cool aware of all my journals from college, from high school, from grade school, I mean, um, junior high. But like the biggest thing that I get when I journal, for one, it's a, it's an outlet for me to just write down everything that is like going through my mind in that season. Because there are seasons that I'm on my high, the seasons where I'm in my lowest of lows. But journaling has always been a safe space for me to be able to um, just have a place where like, it's just me and God or just even just me and myself where I can just write. But one thing that I absolutely love about journaling is the fact that I can always go back and yeah. read where I've been and where God has brought me out of. Because yeah. Sometimes when you're in the season, when you're in a high, you forget that God carried you through. And then we start taking all our own credit for things. But whenever you go back, you're like, I didn't think I was going to make it out of that season, but look where I'm at today. Yeah. And so like, even when I go back to read, I'm like, wow, I was really going through it. But like, I really made it out. I don't know how, but I did it. And so journaling for me, is just like a, 
a reminder of God's goodness and God's faithfulness. And even just my, either my lack of faith that I had, that I'm like, why did I worry so much? Like, why did I worry when God has always come through for me and has always provided for me? So that is why I'm so big. I'm such an advocate on journaling and and like reminding people to like, get your journal out. If you're feeling some type of, even if you're frustrated, if you're happy, if you're like, Lord, I don't know what to do next, write it down, write it out, get it out. Like, it's just, it's just very therapeutic to do so. Yeah. I feel like it's reflective. Like mm-hmm. it, it for sure. It's almost like more valuable, like after the fact, when you're like looking back and be like, whoa, yeah. you get so much insight mm-hmm. in that. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you create so much content you often feel stuck? Uh-huh. Between blog posts, Instagram captions, free recreation, email campaigns, there is so much writing, right? Freaking yes. I've definitely been there and I know how frustrating it can be to feel like you have nothing to talk about. So if you're consistently staring at a blank screen and blinking cursor, we wanted to give you an entirely free guide we just created for you. Guys, our content creation guide is pages of content ideas that you can use to write meaningful captions, blog posts, and more that connect with your ideal audience and create that value and trust that's so vital in order to sell successfully. You can use our ideas directly. There are dozens of them that you can immediately pull from, or you can use them to trigger new ideas for your content creation process. This freebie is so jam-packed that Lindsay and I even go back and reference it when we feel stuck. It that good, fam. If you're sick of not posting or creating any content because your brain feels empty every time you step up to the plate, uh, um, the keyboard, then we got you. Bye-bye, writer's block. Hello, value-filled content. Go to www.theheartuniversity.com slash content or click the link in the show notes. Now go kick some butt and create some content. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it. You're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best and you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? <laughs> okay. And your, your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking. And you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry. That's where we come in. Introducing the solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now, we spent hours designing these customizable, professional, and conversion-intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt, even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before. And you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah, you don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website, you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash 
templates. One more time, that's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. Well, I was going to ask kind of a logistical question that was nowhere on our list, but I (laughs) I love talking to people about this because I feel like everyone has a different approach to journaling. Like there's Mm -hmm. a different approach to what that even looks like. So I guess Mm -hmm. for you, what does your, what does journaling, like, are we talking like, dear diary today, I went (laughs) to the store with my kids or is it more like, you know, taught like almost like a prayer journal where you're like, like you're writing stuff down, but it almost is like a way of communicating with the Lord. Is it more like prayer ish? Does that make sense? Like, what does that look like for you when you say journaling? I mean, it's a little bit of both actually. Like for me, I really love doing, like I write my prayers down. I write like people's prayers, prayer requests. So there's like different sections when I, when I am um, journaling, but when it comes to me personally, like when I'm writing about myself, that's where I'm like, yo, this has been a hard week. And like, basically like a diary. Um, And then I go into like talking to God, like, God, like this is where I'm at right now in life. Like I really want to, you know, get closer to you or things like that. So I am writing to him as well. But yeah, so it just depends. I feel like it's like yeah. all over the place sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes I have, I keep a journal with me that I just write down. I do a lot of brain dumping because like, yeah. it, I feel like I have a thousand tabs open because I have a lot going on. And so for me, like having um, something physical where I can write down whatever I'm feeling or whatever I'm going through, or even just things that I'm like, oh, let me not forget that. It helps tremendously. So for me, I've always loved like a, a pen and a paper. I know there's so many digital journals, but that's just not for me. Like, yeah, I, I love that. that. <laughs> yeah, right. But well, my next question was going to be, I think for anybody that's listening to this, if they aren't good at journaling or just haven't journaled in the past, I think it's mostly because it feels daunting or like they don't, uh-huh. they don't know how to start or they think it's just like, they don't have time to do it or, or whatever, you know, the excuse or just the reason has been, yeah. like, how do you, I guess, logistically make time for it? Like, is it a routine that you've established in the morning or at night or, or like you kind of said, you bring it everywhere and it's just like any time of day. Like, how do you, what does it look like strategic, <laughs> not strategically, logistically? Yeah. 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 Well, I think it depends on the season, you know, like when I'm in my motherhood season, especially postpartum fourth trimester, like do you going to get, I'm going to get a journal in when I can every yeah. week, every other week, like every two weeks, like it just depends. I'm in a season right now where my kids are a little bit older and I'm in a season where I um, am into routines. Like I am very strict on my routine. Um, But for me right now, personally, I am all over the place when it comes to journaling. Like I journal in the morning, I journal at night, I journal in between whenever I have time just to write things out because um, I, I have the flexibility to do so. But for someone who is like really wanting to get into journaling or like trying to find a practical way, um, I think mornings are really good because you're able to um, start the day off resetting from yesterday. Like if you had a bad day yesterday, today's a new day. Yeah. And so it gives you the opportunity to like, okay, let me write down three things that I'm th- I'm grateful for, you know, because as soon as you wake up, sometimes your mind is like, okay, I got this, 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 and this, yeah. and you're like overwhelmed yeah. already. But this gives you the opportunity to like sit still, thank God for whatever you have going on for today. And then you can continue on with your day. And I feel like people think that journaling has to be an hour to two hours of you just pouring your heart out. But like journaling can be as long as five to 10 minutes. It can be 30 minutes. I mean, it just depends on 
your writing technique. And then also like, if you have something to talk about, sometimes y'all don't have anything to talk about. I just be like, that today was a good day, period. Just, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's just different for everybody. And every day does not look like the same day as it was the day before. So yeah. yeah. So just I, starting the day, gratitude is always, uh, it's always, um, it's always a blessing to do so. Yeah. I love it. I feel like I love it. Everything that you just said between like, you know, oh, what what do you mean by journaling? What does that look like for you? All the way to like, when do you do it? What's the like system and structure? Everything that you just said, I felt like gave so much permission of like, hey, it varies. Like it varies what my journal entry looks like. It varies when I'm writing it. It varies like how often I'm doing it. Like there is, which I think there's such freedom and permission in that of like, hey, it's going to change depending on what's going on in your life and, you know, what's on your heart and what God's prompting you to write. And if you have a kid running around or attached to your, you know, (laughs) chest or like whatever, there's like always, you know, stuff going Uh on. I love that you just shared that in the sense that like, it does not have to be this like structure, like if structure works really well for somebody in a certain season, fantastic, but it doesn't have to be like your journal entries yeah. must be a minimum of one and a half pages long right. at 6.45 AM every day. Like, I just love that. For yeah. you. Like just do it as it works for you mm-hmm. and as it's benefiting you. Cause that's, I mean, isn't that the whole point of it is like yeah. to enhance and benefit your life in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think a lot of people get really um, discouraged because they feel like they don't, I mean, even it's just like reading your Bible, you know, it's like mm-hmm. yeah. people get so discouraged when you're not able to sit down and have a quiet time with the Lord for about an hour. And same with journaling. Like it just, it just varies in every season, you know, and it doesn't mean that you're far from God. If you can't have your quiet hour, your time, you know, for an hour, same with journaling. Like it's not, there's no, like you make the rules when it comes to what you want your life to look like. Like it is nobody else. There's no, there's no approval that you have to go through when it comes to what you journal and what that looks like for you. Um, Same with your relationship with the Lord, you know, like, just because your prayer life looks different that you know is one way doesn't mean that it has to be mine and same with journaling so it's just is you just make it work for you is what I'm trying to say amen I love that yes. well okay I, I have a follow-up question kind of based on the title uh yes. of like living deeply rooted and mm-hmm. I I I want to say like I feel like a lot of times people can feel the opposite of rooted especially just like in a busy culture and when mm-hmm. you're like flying by the seat of your pants. Like we're not feeling really rooted in that sense. Like when life (laughs) gets busy. Um, So my question is like, do you have any specific scriptures that you go to or just any like biblical truths that you have, I don't know, in your back pocket or anything that you would love to share with our listeners to help them find like their, their feeling of rootedness in the Lord when they are in seasons that uh, they're just dealing with a lot or things are busy or anything like that. Yeah, my favorite verse is um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And it just talks about us just being able to trust the Lord with all our heart. Um, especially, I know for me, especially when seasons gets gets really, really busy, or even when I'm, you know, in my mommyhood, like I'm just so focused on my kids, you know? But like truly being able to like trust in God and understand and know that like God is going to provide me um, with whatever I need, whether it's the strength to make it through another day. I just feel like for me, that's really, that has helped me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. I just, I'm just sorry, y'all. I was like, I was thinking of a of an answer and I'm like, I forgot the question. Forgot the question. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. <laughs> That's relatable. 
so I, yeah, the question was, um, any scripture advice to encourage someone? And then um, I forgot the rest. Yes. It, <laughs> Sorry, it was just to, to find like, I guess to find a way to get rooted in the Lord themselves, whether it's a specific scripture, which obviously you shared, or just like a biblical mm-hmm. truth or like foundational knowledge that you always come back to. Yeah. Well, basically, yes, it was that scripture. That is like my, that has been always been the verse that has carried me throughout my whole life. Like I found I that. that scripture in college and it's carried me. And I, I literally like, it doesn't matter what season I'm in, whether I'm in a high season or if I'm in a low season, I literally have used that, used um, just that promise from God that like he is going to provide and, and just like entrusting in him on my path will always be straight, no matter what is going on in my life. Um, and if I, and even if I drift away from God and even if I um, kind of, you know, go on a different path, like I know that if I truly trust God and just remain obedient to him, that he is going to provide for me. And so that's one verse. And even the, even the verse about, you know, not worrying about, not worrying about nothing. (laughs) I always think of the birds and the bees. I'm a nature girl. So like, I'm always thinking about how, like the birds that like, they're always provided for, you know, I'm like, just everything's always taken care of because like, that's just who God is. And so for me, that's always been there. Like when I had nothing and even when I have an abundance, like I've always, I've always been rich in, in the things that God has, um, God has given me. And so those are like the two that has, that have helped carry me. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) I love that. Okay. Lindsay, do you have any yeah. follow-up question on that before I go to the rapid fire round? No, I'm just soaking. I, I also love that verse. Um, well, honestly <laughs> that you shared, but yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thank I you. I love it. Okay. So, but we do, as we like kind of get towards the end of, of our podcast interviews, we do like a three part little like rapid fire. It's, it's not that crazy, but um, the first one is Lindsay and I are avid readers and a lot of our listeners are too. So we selfishly like to get your book recommendations. So we would love to know like, what is a favorite book that you've read recently that we could possibly add to our lists? Like self-help book or more fiction book or does it not matter? It does not matter. Any genre. (laughs) Okay. Well, I have been, I've always been an avid not advocate, but a lover of um, Francine Rivers. And right now I'm reading her new, one of her books called Lineage. Um, And I actually really love that book. I love how she broke up. um, She shares like five different stories of different women in the Bible and how like their stories have impacted, um, you know, the Bible, but also like just the, the legacy that they left. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the, one of the women, their examples is Tamar. She talked about Ruth and we went through Rahab. So that's a book that I'm currently reading right now. But there was another book that I just finished before agreements is actually a really good book. If you haven't read it. Um, it's my it's a list. Short read yeah. Wait, oh my what God. was it called? What you before said agreement. before what? The four, the four agreements. agreements. Oh, okay. I <laughs> clearly did not hear that correctly. Okay, got yeah. it. It's an older book. I feel like it's been around for years, but I just finally picked it up and um, I listened to it audible and it was like a two hour listen and it was such a good book. So if you awesome. if you need a good book to listen to or read, that is highly recommended. Oh, I perfect. And then you said Lineage by Francine Rivers. Yes, so perfect. good. We love, we love her. So that's been on my list too. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I read that one, I think last year. It's called Lineage of Grace, right? 
Yes, so good. Yes. Thank oh. you. I guess I didn't read the rest of the, the title. I just I literally, people keep asking me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's called Lineage. That's it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's I, love, I feel like that's like you can type in Lineage by Francine Rivers and it uh-huh. will come up. So it's not hard. Yeah, you'll <laughs> get it. All right. Well, the next question is I know you've started like your brand and everything, but what is the mm-hmm. biggest lesson that you've learned in your years of business? Oh my goodness. The Sorry, that was a, that's a hefty one. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, so many um, things. Okay, so one of the biggest things I've learned so far in my business is just like staying true to who you are and, and not losing yourself because you can really lose yourself doing um, social media and getting into it because everything is like, you want to be in the trends. You want to like continue to go viral. You want to do these things for for social media, but it's like, but what are you really doing it for? Like, are you doing this to give God honor? You know, are you doing this to, you know, make yourself more known? Like what there has to, what is the reason behind it? And so for me, I think the biggest lesson, and because I've seen so many people switch and go from like their platform starting talking about God and like, that's what their platform was to now. Like they, they become so trendy, like that, that they don't even talk about God anymore. And so I just feel like, it's so easy to compromise who you are via social media, especially yeah. when you're like doing it full time. And so my biggest thing is just like making sure that you don't lose sight and focus on um, what God has called you to do. So I love whatever that, that may yeah. be, whatever God's placed on your heart to share, share it, but also like make sure you don't compromise who you are. Yes. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also when I started, when I also, when I started um, my business, I, uh, when I released my first journal, I did self-publication and um, I was like free shipping. It was the worst decision. Oh, no. <laughs> Only because like I, I had so many people purchase. It's a blessing now that I, I'm like thinking about it, but like I had to ship so many journals overseas and like <sighs> That's the expensive. shipping costs. It cost more than the journal. So yeah. it was just like there, there was no profit. And then my husband and I had to do individual stamps on each single envelope because I didn't know. I, I took them all to the post office and they're like, we can't do that for you. And so anyways, it, that was like one of the biggest lessons I've learned is like, okay. if you're going to self-publish, you need to come prepared and figure out a way, like have a system. I didn't have no yeah. system. I was just kind of like, I want to drop this. And then it was like, I had to do so much labor. And I was, I was eight, almost nine months pregnant when all of this was oh happening. So it was just a lot. Oh, man. I love how you, yeah. you gave so. us like a, a heartfelt mind lesson, but then also like a practical, like don't do free shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, I mean, I just it. have a team. If you're going to do it, have a team and a system. Yeah. Just I, like be I prepared. I what I was doing. Yes. I had no idea. I'm not I, like, that was my first thing jumping into business. And so yeah. I'm like, I wasn't, I'm not very business minded. I'm more mission minded. So like, I was like free journals, everything like, eh. and then I was like, logistically, this is not sense. <laughs> and I have to pay every, like, I didn't make a profit because I yeah. paid for everything out of pocket. So yeah. uh, I love that. Me. Those are both fantastic <laughs> lessons. I feel like everyone just needs to take notes of both of those. Um, <laughs> and I know so, but our listeners are probably like, I am in love with this woman. She has so much. I just barely got a taste of her today. I want so much more. So where can our listeners find you, connect with you, buy your journals, like all the things? Yes. Oh, you guys are so sweet. But you can find me on basically any platform. I'm on TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's just under my name, Sopa Rush. It's very simple. There's not like, yeah. 
It's just very simple. Soparesh. Um, and then also you can find my devotional on um, Amazon. Amazon or dayspring.com. You can find them on both of those platforms. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking your time today to talk with us, to be on the show, to share your heart with our listeners. I know that this was just such a fun episode, especially just like a deep dive into journaling and all the things. So thank you so much for being here. Of course, of course. And listen, when y'all told me that I'm invited to come to Florida, I will be there. So yes. don't forget about me, oh, okay? Come to don't Florida. We won't. We invite will be you. extended. <laughs> yes, I need a guest room, okay? Perfect. I need to be there. We got Thank one for you. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> also, oh, bring, bring your hubby and kids. <laughs> of course. Yeah, they come with me everywhere. So they were there. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're excited for those future hangs for sure. <laughs> Yes. Thank you guys so much again for this. This was so fun. And uh, yeah, it was just lovely getting to talk to you guys. Absolutely. Literally, thank you so much. (laughs) Of course.